Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Paul Tillich was a great theologian in the last century. He taught at many universities, including Harvard and the University of Chicago. He would come in at the beginning of the class and just say one word, God. Now he waited about 30 seconds. I'm only going to wait 10 here. And then he said to the class, whatever is in your mind right now is wrong. He was trying to help his students become humble when they talk and think about God. You know, they wouldn't think like, oh, I know God. I got God all figured out. That's the most arrogant statement you could ever make. He was telling them, that doesn't mean that when they were thinking, when he said the word God, that everything was wrong, but whatever they were thinking was limiting God in some way because our minds are limited. I mean, think about it. You look out there, you see all the different colors, right? You see a rainbow in the sky. We can see the colors from the violet all the way to the red and all the colors in between. But that's where we stop. We can't see infrared. They use those special glasses in the military and the police to see the heat movement at night because we can't see that. You know, as much as we're learning in the world and we're learning so much, The way we learn is limited by the categories in which our brain works. So that's why Paul Tillich was saying that. When you say and think about God, you're limiting God right there. God's more than that. So I I found this little book years ago. It's called The Guide for Believers and Skeptics Alike. And it's written by J.B. Phillips. It was written in 1952. And if you read it, it sounds like 1952. I mean, it's written in a kind of older style. Here's the title. Your God is too small. So what he does, the first part of the book, is he goes through 17 different unreal gods. We get an image of God, and it's not right. Because especially if it's the image that permeates our thinking about God. So I'm going to read a few of the titles, comment on them a little bit. So here's the first one. The resident policeman. Especially in the older generations, a lot of people, when they thought about God, this is what they thought of. There are these rules, and you need to live these rules, or God's going to find out, and we're going to be punished, like a policeman. You know, when I was a teenager, you know, I'm just growing. And I one day was reading in the Bible about when they made the gold calf. They got anxious. He's not coming back. We need to create a God. And then Moses comes down. He throws the, the, the stone tablets. They crack. And then I read about how they had to wander in the desert for 40 years. And I was like, whoa, this is a tough God. You got, if you did the wrong thing, there's severe consequences. And I started to get real scrupulous about 
faith because I saw God as a policeman. Until I got in the seminary, had a great spiritual director, and he said, what kind of an image of God is that? Do you really think that God is trying to get you? He says, go in the church there and pray to God the Father and let him tell you who he is. He was the one who helped me get over that. But the resident policeman is one of those images. Another one is a parental hangover. Now, what he's getting at here, let's say my father and I don't have a very good relationship. Let's say that was happening. And he was distant, or he was strict, or he was tough. Well, then how how am I going to think about God the Father? It's going to be a bleed over, a hangover from the way I see my earthly father. How can I have a different image of God the Father if I have this image of my earthly father? And he said, that's an unreal God. That's not who God the Father is. Another one is the meek and mild God. You know what? This is very popular today. God loves me. He loves me. He he doesn't care what I do. He'll always love me. God is just gentle and kind and he's just nice. He says, that's not real God. That's not what you see in the scriptures. Oh yeah, God is gentle and tender. But if we go the wrong way, God confronts us. And it does affect how our life goes. So meek and mild is an unreal God. I want to add one in here. No one would ever say this. I think there's a lot of people who have an image of God as my personal genie. You know, I am the master of my life. And when I need something... It's almost as if I go to pray, I got my lamp, you know how in the Aladdin, and I'm saying my prayers, and I want my God genie to come up and do what I want. And if he doesn't, I'm mad at him. He let me down. That's an unreal God. A God who's a genie. One more, the 100% God. God is perfect. But in this misconception... I believe that I'm not good, I'm not lovable, unless I'm 100%. A lot of Christians fall into this category. You know, they say, I'm just so sinful. I'm not, I I, I don't think God can love me. And that is totally not what's in the scriptures. Jesus died for those who hadn't even asked for forgiveness yet. He goes to those who are sinners and he says, as long as you're on the way, come to me. I'll forgive you. My mercy is here for you. But these are all the unreal gods right here. So what can I do then? How can I meet the real God? Well, today we celebrate the Blessed Trinity. Now, G.K. Chesterton was a Catholic in England art critic, apologist. He was a very devout Catholic, and he was a great writer. He said this, you know, the fact that we have the doctrine of the Blessed Trinity, one God, three persons, that makes me believe that it's true more than anything. You would never make up a religion that the core teaching of the religion is something that's seemingly impossible to understand impossible to describe. He said, that makes me feel like it's real because it's beyond what we can even imagine. Yeah, you see what happened there. 
In the early church, there was a heresy called the Arian heresy. They were looking at the scriptures and they were realizing, wow, it sounds like we have God the Father. There's all these passages, though, about Jesus. The Father and I are one. Thomas sees Jesus in the resurrection with his wounds and he says, my Lord and my God. Jesus talks about sending the Holy Spirit. How do we understand this? So you know what the Arian heresy said? There's only one God. So Jesus is not God. Jesus is a super creature that God created at the very beginning because there couldn't be three. There has to be only one. They couldn't accept the reality that this is a mystery. They wanted to put God in a box. One God. But three persons. Theologians throughout the centuries have tried to describe this. Beautiful theology, but all of them would say at the end, there's no way to get our arms all around this. So what do I do? Let's say you're having adoration right here. Blessed sacrament. Another mystery. You come in, kneel down. I adore the Lord. Lord, you're so much more than I could ever imagine. Help me come closer to you. Reveal to my heart who you really are. We come always in humility, recognizing that God is bigger than we could ever imagine. This is what I do sometimes. I go outside at night, especially when you can see the stars, and I look up there, especially if you're in a dark area. We can't even conceive the universe. 20 billion light years and God's bigger than that. No matter how much we grow in life, how much we get closer to the Lord, no matter where we are, it'll always be the same thing. My God is too small. I'll never get there all the way. But let me close with this. And this is going to maybe blow your mind. The early fathers talked about this in their writings. We're not just going to heaven. We're invited through our baptism into the life of the Trinity. So what they say is, you and I are destined to be divine. Let me just stop right there. Think about that the rest of the week. If you found this episode helpful, Please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.